much i go in the car for some uh, quiet time no you're good you're good um all right cool well welcome everybody to episode two of the rookies and the vets uh today we have danny anderson it's his he's going into his fourth season being a dad uh he's been with his partner for denise for five years now and he's part of city soccer football club down in west palm beach florida um thanks for having us man thanks for thanks for being here Thanks for letting me come on, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so how you been, man? Tell me a little bit about what's been going on with you. Ah, uh, man, you know, uh, we're, uh, lots of it's work. Work, kid, wife, and uh, soccer right now. Yeah. Trying to balance four things at once. Pretty hard to do right now. Oh, I bet, dude. I mean, um, I know, like, ever since I met you, uh, like you, you've always been grinding, like regardless if it's trying to get, I mean, cause I knew you, I knew you before you were on the city soccer team. So like yeah. I knew you were, that was always like your passion, you know, and like you seeing you get there is like, it's, it's pretty cool. I remember the last time we spoke in person, uh, like you telling me you were on that team and things like that. It was just, it was pretty cool to see, man. And I was definitely, uh, definitely taken back by, by you and, you know, everything that you got going on. Cause because everything, you know, with that, you could. So uh, Parker was born profoundly deaf uh, genetically. So me and Denise have a double copy, as they say, of hard of hearing or deafness uh, inside our genes. And when both of them meet up, they create somebody who's profound oh, deaf. Doesn't mean they could be profoundly deaf, but in Parker's situation, profoundly deaf. Uh, I mean, we found out after a month for sure that he was profoundly deaf uh you know a, m- a month into uh, I, I, a month into him being born or a month into a month into him being born okay so this was like a complete surprise uh yeah. as you know when uh, babies are born they do a whole bunch of tests and a hearing test is one of them that they do nowadays and they just put like little headphones over them and uh denise had a c-section so they're like oh it's common that fluids from um you know, some mm-hmm. scientific crap with uh yeah, yeah, yeah. with birth but they're like oh you know the it might be still actually in his ears that's why he can't hear or it's not that he can't hear it's uh they measure his uh, ear activity i would say okay to uh, see if it's like the muscles and all the eardrums are reacting mm-hmm. so with his he didn't he didn't pass it we went to some specialists called the ent uh he confirmed that he was deaf and then we uh we after that we just went to multiple appointments that were referred to us in miami mm-hmm. uh 10 months he uh he has cochlear implants mm-hmm. he had his first surgery and then about 18 months uh he had his second surgery so it's it was it's been quite a ride uh parker not only is he profoundly deaf he is autistic as well which okay. uh, we found out probably maybe three four months ago itself Mm -hmm. now um so i know you're explaining the test so like i so when we had max uh he passed one of his ears and the other ear he didn't um so the same thing you know they told us about the fluid and everything's like that and and they told us and then but it was crazy because immediately i i thought of you guys you know and i was like and 
And luck, you know, luckily for, for Max, like he was, you know, like he passed his, his second test on the second day. But, you know, how, how was it for you really? How was it for you and, and Denise really like, you know, hearing that news and really getting confirmation that he was going to be deaf? Uh, it was it was heartbreaking. I'm not going to lie. Uh, is it the worst thing that could be? No, but, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's situation is different and yeah. you're going to react differently. Uh, you know, I was at work when I was told Denise ha- had went with uh, actually her, co- her cousin, you know, Bella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, you know, working, being the provider, sometimes you have to miss smaller appointments. And we didn't think of it because, you know, for that whole month, Parker seemed like he would react to noises. You know, you slam the door, he would wake up from a nap, anything such as that. So we, we didn't really think of it until that time came along. <laughs> and uh, when we heard it, yeah, like I said, it was devastating. It was like, how, how could it be? How could like my child, how could this yeah. happen to him? And then, uh, you know, it, it was hard, especially as a, as like, I would say a dad or even a young man at the time, I was 24. You know, your emotions are running high. You know, you have, you know, Denise emotionally just like not understanding and just so sad, blaming herself. You know, was it, did she eat something wrong? Uh, Was it because she, she would yell sometimes uh, or was it because of like the loud noises or staying up late, this and that, you know, anything that she could think of to blame herself, she would try to. Yeah. Which would had nothing to do with it, but you know, yeah. you just think, what could I, what could I have done better? Uh, you know, it was, it's still a ride. You know, we they say there's grievings. You know, you get sad because you can't hear sometimes, yeah. and then you realize, you know, it could be worse. And then you know, we see how happy he is, and that's yeah. all that really matters at the end of the day to us is, you know, he's happy, he's healthy, he's a big boy, yeah, yeah. he likes to have fun. Yeah, no, I definitely, I've, I've been around him, so, like, I, it's it's cool seeing him. He's just, it's crazy because, you know, other than, like, the little, like, obvious differences, like, there's no, there's, like, you you won't, you wouldn't be able to pick him from another kid, you know, like, different. And um, I think that's my favorite thing about, like, when, when I was with you guys and seeing how you guys are around him, like, you know, there's no different, like, like, we're going to treat him a different way, you know? And, and then even seeing... Yeah. Like that's, you know, because a big thing for me when, when we have Max like now is like seeing how parents like, like you guys, my brother and, you know, my, my dad, how he is with the grandkids, like things like that, like seeing how you guys are with kids, like, it's like, cool, you know, it's like, all right, well, I'm here now, you know, so it's like, and so like, that's when I think too, like, I can't imagine like what you guys went through and even still going through now, you know, it's just like, you know, what's what's some of the biggest, like, challenges that you think that you, Denise, have faced with Parker? Like, you know, obviously just trying to raise him. And uh, I mean, I mean, there, there could be multiple. I mean, the, the list yeah. can go can go on uh, whatever. Like, as, I would say as a kid, you know, it's going to be whatever kid problems are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in Parker's situation, it's – it's honestly not even uh, what's hard for him, but it's also what's hard for us. You know, we have to, we have to realize lots of the times that, Hey, he doesn't understand this. Uh, He's not verbal. 
he's learning to how how to hear and that's the biggest thing is we have to get him to learn and on the diagnosis of being autistic it makes it a little bit harder because for somebody at his age when we see you know our our nephew who is four to six months older completely talking we say oh my god like sometimes we're like we just wish our kid would just yap like yours but then we also say you know every kid is different and actually mm-hmm. want to read this to you because it's crazy how you just said the situation sorry for no, no, screen go black you're good but i was you know we follow a, a page for hard of hearing and deafness and cochlears and it, it stunned upon it says this is the quote of the night popcorn is prepared in the same pot in the same heat and the same oil and yet the kernels not pop at the same time don't don't compare your child to others your turn is coming to pop and that kind of hit that kind of hit different because i'm like yeah man like you know our situation is hard uh with not only the deafness uh parker has trouble sleeping and we were reading into you know lots of the 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 facebook pages about uh, parents and help pages like oh my kids 10 years old sleeps in my bed 15 years old sleeps in my bed and uh we're like oh my god we want a decent night of sleep so we finally left him sleep in our bed and then uh he's going through a phase where he'll you know he'll take a two hour three hour bedtime and be up for five hours in the middle of the night so uh trying to stay up and having to go to work is a little bit hard and we learned that with autism some uh, kids have uh, melatonin deficiency okay. or irregularity mm-hmm. or they have insomnia. So uh, I think that's going to be our toughest. <laughs> yeah. And how do, how do you think like you're uh, like right now? Cause like I mentioned before, you, you are on that like soccer team. So like, how do, how do you think like, uh, like how, how do you really like, like juggle, how are you juggling it right now? You know, like, cause that is, that, that is a lot. It's already, I feel like, that's already a situation in itself you know and like just the fact that you're like you still like you and Denise spoke about because me and Ali talk about this all the time like you know I have my my personal dreams that I want and Ali still has hers you know so like we don't want those to go away just because we have a a kid you know what I'm saying and like for you to go out and you know be able to go play soccer and like you guys have that you know is is pretty cool you know so like how how do you how do you really like kind of like juggle that right now uh, I mean, it's a little hard, uh, not going to lie. You know, it's my job. I never know when I'm going to get off. So that's the yeah. hardest part. If I had set time, it'd be probably a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can get off at three or I can get off at six or seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, it all depends. You know, it's communication. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's a hobby I do. Uh, I'm I'm not too sure about you, but. Uh, as a guy i don't spend money as in like i'm not gonna go shopping i'm not gonna yeah. do this mine is like time so i want to do something whether it's for free or you know whether it's 10 bucks going to the gym or something like that yeah. so uh, i prefer to play soccer yeah. then you know do that and denise is is you know whether she wants to go shopping get her nails done <laughs> or anything like that uh it's hard i'm not gonna lie it's hard there's sometimes you know I have soccer training and if I went to work and work 12 hours, yeah, I'm not, not able happen. to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, not yeah. going to be able to make it. And I come home and, you know, I got to try, I got to help out the best I can with Denise and Parker. It, Cause you know, he could be a handful that day and 
you know, if I'm exhausted, we're all exhausted. Just got to yeah. grind through the night. No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so I, I never, I never asked this, but, um, like you, so when I obviously like me and Denise are cousins. So, um, when you guys started dating, it was kind of just like, you know, it was, I think, you know, me and Denise weren't really like super close at the time. I mean, obviously we're cousins, so we're always close, but like, um, I remember when you, you guys first started dating, like, um, but you, you, you weren't living close, right? You were living far. Yeah. I was living on the West coast. Florida yeah and then and then I remember you moved over here after you guys found out about Parker or was it yeah well we me and her moved away to a different state uh for work for me Mm -hmm. and we found out like I quit my job we packed up my car we came over here to say goodbye to her family Mm -hmm. and like when we were here we found out that we were pregnant and I was like oh man like I just quit my job yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what do I do like I'm gonna go I'm trying to go find this other I'm going to do apply for this other job and you know yeah. we uh we went through some tough situations as mm-hmm. in you know only provider took me a little while to find the to get the job that I wanted and yeah I I eventually learned that you know fam family's important to Denise and uh yeah that's I want her to be happy so that's when we moved down here moved back to this coast and I started living over here yeah man that's pretty uh that's pretty like noble of you to like you know really really support Denise when it comes to that you know because I because trust me like I'm I'm part of her family like I know how important it is like you know for them to trust me when I moved away you know it was like the biggest deal to my mom and you know, you know even now she like comes especially now that we have Max you know she's like Oh, why do you live four hours away? You know, you know <laughs> things like that. Um, but yeah, man, how 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 has your family like really? How's your family been like ever since you moved away and ever since you guys had Parker? Uh, like I mean, like in, I would. Oh, you can go. No, well, you know, just like because uh, my family is four hours away. You know, I don't. How far is your family from like about from, two? Oh, okay. Because, so, I mean, you know, so my mom's coming this weekend. So it's just like they just tried to my mom tries to come ever since Mac was born. She tries to come like once a month, you know, and yeah. and that she said that, you know, for the first year, she wants to see Max all the time and things like that. So how is it with like your mom and like seeing Parker? Uh, I mean, my family and I aren't the closest. OK, so, you know, I. For them to see him, I I have to go over there for mm-hmm. family events, yeah. which and also their situations aren't the best financial situation. So I understand yeah. that you know I have a brother who just works and does whatever he does with his girlfriend. I have yeah, a younger yeah. sister that does the same, and then yeah. my older sister has two kids and a husband that you know they're both constantly working. So yeah. So, and then my dad, the same thing. He's a, he's a workaholic. So if he's not working, he's at home relaxing from work. Hanging out. Yeah. And uh, like, what's, what's one of the biggest things that like you, the way that you were raised, like you want to really instill into Parker, you know, you, you really want to, want to show him, you know, cause I have my certain things that like, I, when I think about how I want to raise Max and um, I really want to instill in him, you know, like family, and, you know, always being like honest and, and little things like that. But what's like one of the like 
some of the biggest things that you want to instill into into Parker? I think uh, I mean honesty is one of the one of the biggest things I think I want to do, but you know work ethic, you know positivity, and like just knowing that sometimes if you put in the hard work, you know you can get a lot of things done. You know my dad hasn't like I saw my dad work so hard feeding four kids and uh you know for me it's to be the provider yeah so if that means i have to work 100 hours a week to provide if that was the worst case then i would end up i would have to end up doing that and i would do that i wouldn't care and uh i think that's one thing my dad i saw my dad do and i was like hey i can't be a bum yeah i got a kid i got a wife and you know and my situation it's hard for denise to work because you know minimum three four days a week there's a type of therapy that he has to go to and you know it's not it's not like hey everything's at eight o'clock at in the morning no it's like hey this therapist is at nine o'clock this one's at one o'clock on this day so it's you know financially it's like hey i gotta do what i gotta do which i want to i learned from my dad but i want parker to learn like hey you gotta you gotta take your responsibilities and you know don't hide away from them yeah no man i i'm i'm with you 100 you know like when so when ali stopped working at the hospital back in november um she was she was eight months pregnant and you know and she was really we had had conversations because you know she was taking covid patients at work and she wasn't really feeling comfortable and it just got to the point where it just, the, the only option was, you know, for me to just be like, like you are now, you know, like the sole provider and yeah. And it's crazy how it, I didn't even blink an eye, you know, it was one of those things that was like, all right, this is what I got to do. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to make it happen and we're going to make it work, you know, together and having that, having that with Allie, knowing that like, this is going to help us as a family, you know, yeah. So, so the good thing was that, like, you know, I, I kept working and luckily I got my job back at the, the stadium. So I was able to, like, you know, be closer to the house and things like that. So that's, yeah, man, that's, it's crazy how, cause even you, you were 24 years old, you know? Yeah. And that's, to me, that's, that's intense, man. Like, I, I can't. I, I, go. No, go ahead. I was saying, I, I had just started, like, my job that I'm at now and I was a helper I started yeah. off like at 12 to 15 dollars an hour and I was yeah. like had a car payment at the time yeah. all this all this and you know you can ask Denise it was just like what do I do and they said hey man can you work this weekend yeah can you work yeah. really late yeah it was like as a like as that thing you're like like I gotta do what I gotta do yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy, man. Cause a lot of people at 24 years old, like I try to think of like what I was, you know, at 24 years old, like where, where was I, you know, even if, even if it wasn't even that long ago, you know, still, yeah. it was still, I feel like, you know, people are still growing up. People are still finding themselves. I have, you know, I have friends now that are like older and, you know, they're, they're starting to talk about kids and stuff. And, and, you know, people really, they always talk about, you know, we talk to parents, they're like, oh yeah, you know, we're, we're, 
we're excited to have our kid. We were ready to have our kid and things like that. But, you know, the real, I feel like you get the best advice and the best, you know, like the, the realness of like parents, like, you know, you and Denise where, you know, at one point it was, you guys were just, you know, hanging around and next thing you know, there's a baby on board, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, it was definitely a big accident and we were actually really early. Like, I think we were like, what is it like? five months into our relationship six months so i mean i definitely like people say me a marriage can make a break but (laughs) the baby is what makes or break a marriage you know it's stress you know as you know right now you know like you said earlier max isn't going to sleep yeah it was like like, yeah it's funny you mentioned (laughs) that because i was funny i was laughing like as i was like trying to put him to bed i'm like this is so ironic that I'm trying to, you know, have a dad podcast and I'm late to it because, you know, I'm trying to put Max to bed and he won't go to bed, you know? So I, was, yeah. I, 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 I put him down in the crib right now and, and I thought I was being quiet and like, I put him down and then he, I looked down at his eyes and he's just like big eyed staring at me like, like dad, I'm not going to bed right now. You know? So I had to tell him, <laughs> I'm like, Hey, do you think you could take him for a little bit? She's like, yeah, I'll put him to bed. I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah, man, I, I feel, you know, it's been, I think that's a big thing too, that like, you know, people, people talk about the babies all the time. People are always like, how's the baby, you know, but no one really ever asks like, Oh, you know, how are you? And how are you and your wife? How are you? And you know, how are you and your girl? It's like, it's to me, it's like, it's such a big thing and it's taken, you know, this has been two months now with Max and we've learned so much. Like me and Ali, like we're like, I feel like we're some, comfortable like we were before obviously you know that's my wife but yeah we're so comfortable around each other now that it's like it's it's insane you know seeing (laughs) seeing the birth and you know little things like that I was just like it's just a different type it takes it to a whole nother level you know oh yeah I mean don't ask Denise about our story she's so she kills me every time (laughs) why why do you say that uh nah She's gonna say I have excuses. I was a uh, my my defense is I was having severe back pain and spasms, so Wait, I ended up taking. Room? No, I was in the room. Oh, but okay. I was asleep. Oh, I, I wasn't asleep for the birth, but during like <laughs> contractions. Yeah, so yeah. like her mom, they're like, I was like, I told you guys I was taking like my back spasm medicine, like, and it mm-hmm. makes you drowsy, and uh, they're like, oh my god, like you weren't even there for me when I needed you, and. That's so funny. I think the first night that Parker was born, I was so asleep. Denise threw a tissue box, hit me in the face, and she goes, you didn't even move. (laughs) So (laughs) Yeah, uh, I remember when we went to the hospital, so uh, it was like a – I can't remember the date, and Allie's going to listen to this and get so mad. But it was like a couple – it was like a week before, two weeks before our actual due date. And um, no, was it after? I can't remember now. She's going to hate me for that. Um, but, but yeah, so we ended up going to the hospital and we were all prepared. We had the bags packed and, you know, she made sure that we had, that I had all that, you know, like I'm, I'm real bad with like having that stuff ready, but she was like on top of it for me. So whenever we go and that first night, um, it was during the day. So I was fine or whatever. And then I remember they gave her, um, like the contraction medicine, like they, they were inducing her. Right. So, yeah. So we're in there. And, um, I remember it went from like, 
zero to a hundred for her. So she was like, just go to bed. It's fine. Like, I'm going to be okay. I was like, okay. So I go to sleep right in the corner of that bed they give you. And then next thing you know, like, I remember waking up because I hear like grunting. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? You know? So I wake up and I see her like hands on like the, the computer. Right. She's got her hands on the computer and she's like breathing like heavy. Right. And like, for me that I'm like, the baby's coming right now. Right. I'm like, I'm like, look at me. I was sleeping, you know, I wasn't there for my wife. So I like wake up immediately. And like, same thing. Like I like woke up and I remember like helping her out. And like, she's like, she's like, I need an epidural right now. So I like, I like, we get a hold of the nurse. And then like 45 minutes later, like after she got the epidural, she was like, she was fine. You know, she was like, calm down. Yeah. But, but yeah, that whole, that whole situation, man, that like no one ever, you know, there's no books for like reading, you know, like just to, to be yeah. able to go through that. It's just like, that's a whole nother thing, you know? Uh, it's that, that, yeah, no, there is no, there's no preparing you for, you know, the labor, watching the child labor, anything like that. And then like the yeah. child, you know, it's all, once it's happening, that's when you're learning. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I it's can like, tell just you. Going, like, it's just crazy, man. It's like, especially, you know, you can, I was, you know, this was last year. So I'm, I'm 27. So, and you were I mean you were 24 so I mean yes we're three years off but like it's crazy how you go from like one one year like you're different you know a year you're hanging out with your friends just having a good time and the next year you're in like a delivery room with like you know you're like what is going on right now just completely I mean literally a year later I can tell you like a year before Parker was born it was you know me and Denise going out you know, out on the town, you know, having a good time. And then, you know, three months later, you're pregnant. And then, you know, nine months later, you're, you're having a kid and you're like, holy crap. Uh, even now, it's like sometimes it doesn't settle in, especially to friends, because you're like, hey, I have a kid. Like, yeah, I can't I can't just like up and leave, you know. Yeah, no. Of yeah. Course, just... Of course, everybody gets that phone call and they're like, hey, man, do you want to come over? And you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, I do. And then you're like looking at your significant other and like, do I want to ask this question or do I yeah. want like not get killed right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even now it's like you know, same thing. It's like I remember, you know, even now, like I have my uh, my friends come over to work out. Like uh, we we try to do every day, but I'm not trying to make myself sound good for the camera. But it's usually like three or two times a week. Um, but they'll like text me and they'll you know my friend will text me and he'll be like you know. Are we, are we working on 5.30, you know? And, like, the time sounds great, you know? But it's, like, it's 5 o'clock, and, you know, I'm still feeding Max, Ali's pumping, like, it's just everything, you really have to, like, line it up, and it's it's the sporadic things, like, you have, to, you need at least, like, two hours before something happens yeah. for you to, like, actually get to that point, you know? Yeah. Like, you like, I now, mean, like, well, go ahead like you said timing you know you're like oh it's five o'clock 5 30 like you never know max might have a blowout yeah right before you go out and then you're about to go and then ali's like hey it's a legit shit show in here yeah <laughs> i need some help yeah no we'll have those times man where like she'll we were it's, we were at we were at a target today we um i get home and uh Ali had the pump. I fed Max. Like, clearly, as soon as I got home, Ali's like, here. And I was like, okay. 
So I take him. I start feeding Max. And then when we went to Target and he was like, it was around that time where he needed to eat. So like he starts kind of like freaking out. And it's like, it was the first time that Allie's like, because right now she's trying to breastfeed once a day. You should usually just do it in the bottle. And uh, so she's like, hey, how do you feel about me breastfeeding? Like right now I'm at Target. And I was like, go for it. Like you got my full support. Like, you know. So she started breastfeeding at Target. And because he was like freaking out, man. And it was it was brewing, you know. And, and you know. <laughs> so he was like, he was getting ready to like have like a meltdown. And at that time, there's like no real thing you can do, you know except just yeah. whatever whatever they need like that's what that's what that's what's going to happen you know so but and like i said yeah, man show you some craziness right here if you if you zoom i can't zoom in Parker's is that, is that parking in the window that's funny <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's gonna it's gonna be great for the people i'm gonna screenshot that and like put it in the on my instagram because for the people that are just listening i'm just gonna like have them that's that's pretty funny man that's like that's like what it is Oh, that, that's exactly what it is. You have the baby proof. We call it Parker I, proof because Parker, first of all, he's, he's insanely big for his age. And yeah. we have, I mean, we have to, we try to do everything to the size of like a six-year-old. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we have friends who have like three, four-year-olds and Parker's like almost a foot taller. And we're like, holy crap, like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. This kid... Climb, he'll climb a windowsill that's only four to five inches deep in depth. Like he somehow finds a way, climbs it, jumps down, he's hits smart, himself, man. and just uh, he's he's too smart for his own good, as I say. Um, all right, man. Well, you know, I just really wanted to finish off by saying uh, I I think I think that you're you're on you might. I think that you might be going, like I said, you're in your fourth season, you know, going into it. But, dude, I think that you've experienced things that, you know, a lot of dads haven't. And, you know, I really commend you for it. And you're one of those people that I look at and I'm just like, the the grind that you have, like the like the, the patience that you have for, you know, the way things are and the way that you still look at it is like, you know, I'm I'm still going to wake up every day and I got to grind. I got to make sure my family's good. Like, like that's yeah. awesome, man. And I think and I and I think you're crushing it, you know but thanks man I'm off, not, I, I, I try to <laughs> yeah man but like i had uh let you know before so what i want to do uh starting this episode and before before dads leave the podcast or you know, one of my friends you know he he really said i should stop calling it a pod uh and start calling it a dad cast so i think i kind of like <laughs> that uh but yeah, before yeah. we leave the dad cast uh hit me with that dad joke man hit, hit me with it oh man i got i, I got one that's my old faithful but denise doesn't like it she doesn't think it's funny so uh, i'll just say anyways what do you call an army of babies army of babies what is it an infantry <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good man uh before before we leave out it literally happened to me and i this is when i realized that you know two months in i'm finally realizing that i'm a dad but it happened to me that uh, some guy was taking my shopping cart at Publix. So I had to hit him with it. And I, I looked at him right in the eye and I said, don't worry, man. I left some gas in it for you. And he gave me a little chuckle, kind of like a chuckle, like, yeah, that was that was OK, man. You know? Yeah. But thanks for thanks again for having for being here, man. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. For sure, man. Take it easy.